following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They are an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, and the big game is happening on Sunday. Here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up and new customers. Then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Just use code HUGE. When you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin Super Bowl week together. No Lions, but you have those pesky Niners who are unhappy with their practice field. They're weighing their options. You're lucky you're there. You ripped our heart out, San Francisco. I'm doing everything I can to enjoy this Super Bowl week. It's hard. Because all I can think about is that... That they hold on. I'm out there hyping the Lions. All week long into next Monday with live shows. I was locked in to go to the game. I had the invites to all the big parties. I'm an A-lister, okay? And guess what? I'm here with you right now. I'm with Superfly. And he's talking to me about... David Gregory, NFLPA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports Management. They're based in West Michigan. His roster is growing with draftable players. He is putting on a draft night, round number one, April 25th, a huge bash, top shelf with NFL executives. He's showing everybody Bull Rush is the new bulldog in town. And we're going to be doing our show there. So Superfly asked me, well, what does David Gregory have to do with the NFL draft? I go, are you kidding me? Then he corrected himself and said, no, but with this, I'm not going to say the place yet, but it's really top shelf. Like I'm going to have to dress like I'm going to a wedding or court. Which kind of go hand in hand in my life. That's why he's putting on a party. He's a new guy. You ever watch Jerry Maguire when Jerry Maguire put on a party? 
Show me the money. David Gregory, up and coming. He's a lawyer by trade, certified NFL PA sports agent. Just got back from the senior bowl. He'll be going to the combine. He's going to have an A-list invite package. His new clients will be there. I'll be doing the show statewide there. So he connected you to one of the people at Bull Rush who could meet our technical needs. And you're like, explain to me again what Bull Rush has to do with this place. I'm like, it's round one of the NFL draft in Detroit. It's like two blocks from the main stage. Goodell could end up coming there. This is like an A-list event. So I told Brett, look, the music's playing to start the show. We'll play huge show flashcards during the next break. I'm doing my best to try and get excited about the Super Bowl. I am excited about the draft. I do have our flying ace whiskey huge question of the day. And you could answer it. How many of you watched flag football yesterday with the NFL Pro Bowl weekend or the carnival games? Jason Kelsey played the bearded lady. There's an audience for that. And most of those kids can't go to the bathroom by themselves. I know they had a good crowd. I had kids that age that wanted an autograph, right? I get it. You see your stars there. It did nothing for me. And the Mannings, I'm, I'm tired of them playing to the camera. I hate people in sports media that make it all about them. All about them. Monday Night Football, Pro Bowl, wherever it's about them. That's why in the HUGE show, I take a lot of pride in the Mercantile Bank HUGE listener line. I take a lot of pride in the HUGE show.net. I take a lot of pride in the HUGE podcast. I welcome in Flying Ace Whiskey for the HUGE question of the day. Guests join me on the HUGE guest line. Thanks to our friends from Roast Umber. So it's not all about me. I mentioned Superfly at least three times a show. Mm, I am trying. I ran into my good friends Crash and Pete Cool, and they invited me to a Super Bowl watch party, and I'm like, I'm going to try and make it. But I, I just don't know if I can watch that game and not think about... The Lions. And when San Francisco wins on Sunday, which they will, we will spend the offseason thinking about what could have been. And if one more person sends me like a DM or on the huge text chain, Bill, you need to let the pass go. Okay, yeah, how many of you let the pass go? Really? All I heard was, we haven't had a, we, we haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. Yeah, way to let it go, but you're going to pile on me. That's tough, man. Like I said, the feeling I have now is the feeling I had in Austin, Texas when my girlfriend broke up with me 
after I drove her all the way to a special needs camp for kids that she was working. She wasn't part of it. She was working. She dumped me. She dumped me when we said goodbye at the camp. People thought I was like, I'm crying. They're they're thinking I'm a camper who doesn't want to go. That would be like her inviting me to her wedding. Hey, I'm getting married in Vegas. You want to come and watch? Oh, look, I got a GoPro cam for the honeymoon. You can watch that too. Ah, man. I thought the weekend and once you got past that seven-day period, right, it would change. And we've talked about this because it's been therapy for all of us over the last week. And it's just not better. Because now it's Super Bowl week. The buildup last week was to the carnival games and flag football. Oh, but they're protecting the players. They're not going to get hurt. Okay. Why don't they just go flag football Sunday? Niners and the Chiefs. I can't watch that. I tried. I tried to. I posted. I can't watch it. But I said, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm going to go try and watch it. I had to leave. And I'm tired of the Mannings. I swear to God, they're like the male Kardashians. (laughs) I'm tired of them. I am. They're everywhere. The commercials are everywhere. It's like I have to listen to them five days a week from three until six. Uh, So our flying ace whiskey, huge question of the day. You can answer it. Are you watching at home? You're going to a watch party. You're going out to Vegas. Maybe you bought tickets saying, hey, Lions are going to get there, and you got tickets. You probably sold them on the secondary market. What they say? The average ticket now is over thirteen grand. It's crazy. It's going to be 330,000 people in Vegas this weekend. It's already one of the biggest weekends they ever have every year. But just imagine if that would have been the Lions Nation. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not being pessimistic or complaining. But it is tough. It is tough to let this go. Mm. And if the Niners, I'm getting the Advil Lions headache that I've had for 30 years. If the Niners win this game, we will look back on what could have been. There is a possible small consolation. I believe when the Niners win, the Super Bowl champion gets that Thursday night opener at home. Lions, and the schedule won't be released until the first week of May. Lions do play the Niners away. And I think if the Niners win... The greatest NFL kickoff opener that the networks could present to America would be the revenge rematch, Lions at the Niners, to kick off 
the 2024 NFL season. Think about what, once we found out if it was going down in May, what May, June, July, and August would be like in the state of Michigan, looking forward to that trip to San Francisco. Yeah, it's not the NFC Championship game. But what a way to exercise your demons to start the year. That is why I'm rooting for the Niners. If it wasn't for that possibility, I'm not saying it's a done deal. If it wasn't for that possibility, I want the Chiefs to stomp on them. It will be hard revisiting those emotions that you had less than eight days ago. You just can't let go of them. Like that woman you loved. Yeah, you can break up, you can say goodbye, you can write a poem. But all that love you shared, you don't let go in eight days. It's a process. And that process usually includes 34 to 37 other women you'll date and break up with as revenge breakups. Oh, why can't the Lions be in Vegas? Because I'd be in Vegas right now. A lot of my friends are saying it sounds more like this Lions holding on was about you going to Vegas and the Lions winning. Bingo. (sighs) Plus this weekend had some good moments, bad moments. I settled in, always watched the last round of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am on Sunday. 80-mile-an-hour winds and rain. <laughs> you know, Saturday, Sunday, right? They cancel it, 54-hole tournament. Wyndham Clark wins it. I watch Michigan. One guy, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com at halftime. Michigan, I think, was up to 7 or 9. I forget. It's Twitter. I'm going fast. I'm watching Sports on TV, there's a lot of moving parts. They moved the clash of the Coliseum up to Saturday because of that monster storm out in California. I'm going back and forth between college hoops, everything else going on. And Anthony Broom said, take the money line on DraftKings was at plus 390 at halftime on Rutgers. Michigan bumps their lead to 15. I think it's game over. I actually went away from that game. Come back and see them down double digits late. Are you kidding me? John Howard can't coach. This common thread of blowing leads in the second half, blowing leads late, that is coaching, my friends. And part of it is players who aren't playing for the coaches. It's a combination. John Howard, people are like, oh, you're trashing him. Someone even played the race card. Are you kidding me? Really? Really? So I can celebrate Sharon Moore getting the job, but if I question Juwan Howard, you're going to play the race card. Come on. He can't coach. He's been a head coach when? Ever. Oh, he did well with the previous coaches, guys. We've seen this before. Knock, knock, who's there? Brady Hoke. Knock, knock, who's there? Rich Rodriguez. He can't coach. I said it early this year, on record, 
on The Huge Show. You can go through the podcast, just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts. I compared watching this team with Martelli versus Juwan Howard coaching, and they just look like a better team with Martelli. And I said it then, and I'm sticking with it now. If Ward Manuel wants to bring back his friend, Juwan Howard, for another year, it will just bury Michigan basketball even further behind the rest of the Big Ten, which, by the way, is ramping up next year with more teams. Anthony Broom, by the way, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line from the Wolverine.com. And Anthony, I should have listened to you. I should have jumped right on the DraftKings Sportsbook app when you said the money line plus 390 at halftime. Take Rutgers. That paid off big time. Yeah, I swear. You know, I'm not ever, you know, I don't know that I'll be able to beat the insider trading allegations that come out of that. But, uh, God, it's like, uh, I mean, it's the same thing we've seen all year. You get up to you get out to a lead at halftime. Sometimes you build that lead up to double digits, and then when it all comes crashing down, it doesn't matter if you're Purdue or you're Rutgers. Like you go on a run and you run this team out of the building, and it's. Um, I mean, it's it's tough to say that a game like Saturday is like rock bottom. Like relatively speaking, it is given that it was a game between the two worst teams in the big 10, but you know, when you give up a 37 to 12 run against mm. a team that coming into the game, uh, Ken Palm had is the number 300 offense in college basketball. I mean, if you're not going to get the job done, then I mean, it's, what are we even doing here? Right. So it's, uh, it's bleak right now. And, and the tone has changed from four competitors only to Jawan, saying maybe he should play his walk-ons and and kind of, you know, he's always kind of shielded his players from criticism, but Saturday night he has a post-game press conference where he kind of starts to go in on him a little bit saying, I should play my walk-ons and, you know, these big runs are all about pride and all that. And, you know, a lot of that, um, you know, when that comes from Tom Izzo, a guy who, you know, has a track record of squeezing every drop out of his team and he's going to have them ready to go when it's NCAA tournament time, it's one thing, but, you know, this has been uh, this has really been three years in a row where it's been a drop off, and to me, you don't get to do the you know the, the well in year two we did this and year three we did this because you just made the point that you're that you have regressed, and I, I know there's a lot of new parts on this team, but it's you know when you're in the first week of February and you're talking about guys buying in, I mean that that ship has sailed. Two paces out of the tube, Anthony. I don't hear Juwan talk about I could be a better coach. I don't hear that uh, our staff could be better. Throwing the players under the bus isn't going to help anything. I agree with you on Rutgers and that run, which was stunning to end it, but it's not getting better. It won't get better. I've been saying this uh, all season long. Uh, There is a pattern. He doesn't have a lot of experience as a head coach. This is his first stop, I think, as a head coach. Uh, outside of some interim stuff or scrimmages, I'm just talking about, you know, uh, on the door. And he just, there's no rhyme or reason to anything he does. Uh, the players aren't responding. So now he lines it up on the postgame presser. Still nothing about I could be better, I could do more, we need to take a time out there. Just, your award manual, uh, he gave him an open vote of support, what, you know, nine days ago. What do, you, what do you do if they finish dead last in the Big Ten and it's the third straight year of 
nose diving basketball at the University of Michigan. You're Ward Manuel. What do you do? It's tough because, you know, I've seen a lot of people equate it to, you know, the COVID season with, with football and Jim Harbaugh and, um, you know, Ward Manuel likes to give himself a lot of credit for being brave enough to not fire Jim Harbaugh, but it's not even close to the same situation. Uh, Harbaugh was a guy that had a track record of winning. Um, you know, they discuss things as they do at the end of every season and discussed a path forward and, and decided on a path forward. And obviously you, you fast forward three years later, you see where, Michigan football is at, you know, with, with Jawan Howard, I don't know, like right now, this is the audition, right? You know, if you can pull your team out of, you know, the depths of, of the abyss and where they're at, but, you know, as we get further and further into it, you know, the, a lot of these, you know, they're, they're not getting better. They're regressing in a lot of areas. Um, you know, the effort fluctuates, um, you know, we're in an era now where again, I know, NIL and its lack of the lack of progress on NIL in Michigan is kind of kind of a through line with all of their issues as in the athletic department right now. But when you feel a, a roster in basketball where you know one guy or two guys can make a huge difference, it is it is a bit of a hindrance. But you know they have I don't know that he has a vision, and it's not I don't know that Juwan Howard has the the self awareness and and the ability to look in a mirror and evaluate what needs to change. I mean, clearly, I mean, it could have been the emotions of a game, but Saturday night, he didn't have, you know, he, he didn't have, you know, an idea of what to change other than being um, kind of sarcastic about playing walk-ons and saying that the things that they do work and then it's proven to work. Well, no, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked in two and a half years, really that season as they made the sweet 16, you don't take that away from them. I mean, good job on the team to do that, but um, on the same token, they had a lot of those same issues during that year too. You went almost the entire season without a ton of signature wins. And, you know, now, I mean, they could win out and they're not making the NCAA tournament now. Like it, it, that's how bad things have gotten. So I don't know what the sell is. Um, you know, you're, I don't know that you're going to come out of the season with anything to hang your hat on as something that can be progress because, you know, I assume, and again, I'm not, I don't like speculating with players, but with the way the transfer portal is now, I mean, we saw you lost an All-American last year to the portal because of NIL, because of the trajectory of the program. I mean, even if you have guys that have breakout performances here down the stretch, there's no guarantee they're not going into the portal. And, and they didn't bring in a recruiting class, really. I mean, they have one guy in George, in George Washington who just hasn't played a lot. They're not going to have a big recruiting class for next year. So it's another offseason where you have to almost completely – augment your roster through the transfer portal again. And when you're just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it gels, sometimes it works like it did with Penn state last year. And sometimes it happens, you know, what's going on, you know, what's going on in Michigan, I think is a lot more probably likely uh, in terms of what could happen again next year. So I don't know what the path forward is. I mean, I think you're probably looking at a total and complete rebuild regardless. And, and if you have to do that, it begs the question, why, you know, what do you do with your head coach? And I don't know. It feels like we're barreling towards a change. And it's felt like that for a while. Um, I don't know if the athletic director sees it that way, but that's what people with eyeballs see. So we'll see. Yeah, and if you're going to compare it to Harbaugh, maybe you tell Juwan to take uh, half the pay and go earn a new deal. Uh, we'll see. Anthony Broom, the team at TheWolverine.com, all over Juwan Howard, Michigan Hoops, and Sharon Moore's. 
first off season as Michigan's head football coach, all that at thewolverine.com. AB, appreciate the update. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right, Anthony Broom checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Clayton Safey, we will talk about Sharon Moore's first off season replacing Harbaugh Safey from Ann Arbor in our next segment. And right, he knows college basketball and the NBA. His thoughts on why Michigan is struggling so much right now, especially in second halves and late in games. Tim Stout from Lansing. Tom Izzo of Michigan State had a great second half against Maryland. Got another needed W. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com and Jim Comperoni, SpartMeg.com will join us. Also, I'm going to take caller number 14 right now, Superfly. Uh, we'll go into the drawing to win a couple's Valentine's Day package at Urban U, Michigan's favorite med spa. Four locations in the state, one in Northville, three in the Grand Rapids area. Uh, this is a package valued at $1,600. Facial for you uh, and your special person in your life. Skin Revive and more. Why don't we take caller number 14 right now? You will go into the drawing. And that will happen next week. Caller number 14 at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. You caller 14, you'll go into that drawing and you could win that couples package to U. If you're looking for a great Valentine's Day gift idea, go to theurbanu.com. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Hey, you have a couple days left. If you haven't signed up for DraftKings yet, just text DraftKings to 21000, DraftKings one word, and you'll go into the drawing for $1,000 in cash for giving away on Wednesday for you to bet on the big game on Sunday. Just text DraftKings one word to 21000 for the info. Free to enter. New customers, if you haven't downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. I did see Brad Holmes is on the warpath today, which I'm going to tell you why I think he's angry with the media in Detroit. It's targeting, which is something that a lot of people I know close to me do when they're upset about something else. They'll target their anger towards you. Just as I said in my opening huge opinion, you don't think Brad Holmes has woke up every day since last Monday morning thinking that should be us in the Super Bowl. And now when the teams are out there and there's all the hype, he knows this was a shot to win it all. So he's going off on the media. Uh, He did say, Tim Twinneman tweeted out, it's only going to get better. He said this year wasn't a one-off For the Lions or a Cinderella story, this is a new standard. It's real. Then he went after some of the reporters in the room and said, quote, this is GM Brad Holmes, you wanted us to pick a quarterback. You didn't want us to pick Panay Sewell. I know you said that was a miss. Everybody or you included. I give probably two people credit in this room for saying they were wrong. It wasn't many. It was you. And I think he mentioned Dave Burkett. He said, Dave. That's not the spot, and that's not Holmes. That's not anything about this Lions resurgent hasn't been about the Lions players or organizations say, up yours to the fans or media. It hasn't. But I'm going to give Brad Holmes a free pass because he's like me. I don't know if I'll ever get over what happened eight days ago. I won't. It's like I was on married blind, didn't see the lucky lady I picked from the cubicle, and she turned out to be a 10. And she dumped me on the show. I had to re-pick, and on the next pick, I had to marry the daughter of an NFL offensive lineman. 
Uh, Clayton Safe, he can't wait till he gets married. From the Wolverine.com, one of our insiders. Do you agree with me that Brad just PO'd about the law still and he's kind of taking it out on the media saying we're not a Cinderella story and I, you know, drafting a quarterback instead of Panay Sewell. It, do, it just doesn't seem like the right press conference for that. I think he's still upset. Yeah, this is the first time hearing of it, but I, I agree with you. Um, you know, and, and usually when a season ends, too, it's a, and it was a success, successful season, too. We have to remember, even though we're all disappointed. Um, but it's like that, that time of year where you can kind of look back and, and kind of, you know, keep, you got your receipts filed away of some people that doubted you, and the formula clearly worked. So maybe this is just his opportunity to kind of get it off his chest. Yeah, but you don't. That, that's not Holmes. It's not the Lions. It's not golf. It's not any of those people. You, you don't call out a reporter. I, I, I personally find it really weak. I know you because the Lions have really taken the high road here in doing this. I, I'm going to give him the pass that, like me, he's upset, and I doubt Holmes. Campbell, Goff, or any of those players, they'll never get over. Even if they go win a Super Bowl, they'll think that should be our second one based on what happened in that second half eight days ago. All right, I got to move on and talk about something else here before I hang up on you and just start taking things out on safety. Uh, Sharon Moore, where is he at on filling out his complete staff? I know they're hitting the recruiting trail. We got the second signing day. Coming up on Wednesday, what's the latest with Moore and his coaches? Mike Hart still not seen on the recruiting trail. You would think that means he's done. What are you hearing? Yeah, so recruiting dead period set in uh, starting today. The signing day is on Wednesday, but Michigan's class is all wrapped up from December. So it's all on the coaching staff right now. I think is is going to be his focus, obviously, with other uh, issues that come up within the program as well that you got to deal with as the head coach, but uh, it's about getting the staff completed. And, uh, you know, right now the majority of the offensive staff is complete. You mentioned Mike Hart. Things have been a little bit more quiet there. Uh, you know, as far as running backs coach, he's also the run game coordinator. So we'll kind of see what happens there. His contract uh, had expired at the end of this last season. So he's going to need a new contract to coach. And same with uh, a couple of these other guys uh, on the staff, defensive Coaching staff has been moving a little bit slower. Uh, they need a coordinator there to replace Jesse Mitchell. You saw Jay Harbaugh as special teams coordinator and safeties coach. He's off to the Seattle Seahawks to be their special teams coordinator under Mike McDonald, former Michigan D.C., who was with the Ravens the last couple of years. So uh, they need to fill a few of those spots. And uh, right now the name that everybody's talking about and has been reported about for the defensive coordinator job is Joe Cullen, who is the defensive line coach of the Kansas city chiefs. He worked, worked with the Ravens for five years and knows the system could kind of keep that intact. Also a familiar name to lions fans was here, uh, you know, a couple decades ago, nearly at this point. Uh, but that's kind of where it, where it stands. It seems like, and I would imagine, you know, the end of last week was, you know, he was really active making those moves on the offensive side of the football. I think once you get the coordinator intact, which could happen, or maybe if it's Joe Cullen doesn't happen until after the Super Bowl, but this next week from basically here on out, I think we'll see a lot of movement with the defensive staff. And then you got to move into spring ball and you continue to recruit and the recruits want to know who their coordinators are going to be and all that sorts of stuff. So you need to get that ironed out pretty quickly. Clayton Savey for the Wolverine.com joining us. Uh, what's the vibe with recruits when it comes to Sharon Moore replacing Harbaugh? It's been pretty positive. Um, they had their first recruiting weekend over the weekend, you know, since uh, Jim Harbaugh 
was, uh, you know, left the program and Sharon Moore was promoted. It was a smaller group of kids, but it seems like that they've really taken to him well. The guys on the defensive side, though, um, you know, have had questions about who the coordinator is going to be. So you need to get that, again, firmed out. And then you can, you know, be able to, to sell them a little bit more on the vision. But uh, it's been pretty positive. You know, um, a lot of these guys, you know, Sharon Moore recruited anyway when Jim Harbaugh was here, especially guys on the offensive line, guys on the offensive side of the football with him being the coordinator. So it's been pretty positive. Um, you know, and I think, too, Sharon Moore wants to expand the uh, Michigan's recruiting department. That should help as well. Uh, get NIL going a little bit more, uh, which will also help. But, uh, yeah, there's no question. I mean, it's, it's always tough when you lose you know, a legendary type of figure like Jim Harbaugh but I think as far as recruiting goes, Sharon Moore should be able to kind of maintain some of that momentum just because he was one of their top recruiters on staff. Kids are always really excited about him uh, and always have good things to say about him. So I don't think that's going to change with him as the head coach. I think it'll only you know, continue to be a positive. And once things open up again where they can get back on the road and kids can come visit in the spring, I think we'll see more of that buzz you know, continue to grow. I know when you said Joe Cullen, I remember that name when he was a Lions assistant. He was arrested after he drove through a Wendy's drive-through naked. <laughs> that is true. That is true. He's he is recovered. I've read about you know some his uh, recovered from what is there is there some sort of addiction to driving through fast food places naked? Oh, not, not just that, but I guess he did have an alcohol. Problem. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. I'm glad he got through that. Okay. Yep. So I, 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 I just wanted to make sure there wasn't some addiction to driving through fast. Food drive through no, is naked. That's not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> that's my bad. <laughs> okay. Just one. Right, let's go to Dr. Clayton Safey, who's standing by on huge mental health today. Yeah. And I'm no expert, as you know. No. Uh, on anything, really. No, I. Yeah. Dr. Huge. Sure. <laughs> that's me. I know his name. I just, uh, I quickly just yeah. Googled yep. that and that came up. But you know what? That's in the past. I don't think it's anything. He got a job with the Chiefs, and I just, uh, I'm surprised his staff isn't filling up quicker. I really am. And the Mike Hart thing isn't resolved one way or another, and it's lingering out there. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet on his front. I do wonder if you know he's a guy that maybe thought he should have gotten some consideration for Michigan's head coaching job as well. I think Sharon Moore was the name everybody pointed to. Once or or at least that. OC. Or at least OC, right? Yeah, something like that. And I think that, that could be the case, too, with some of the guys that he's trying to retain. On the defensive side as well, if you're a Mike Elston, who's Michigan's defensive line coach, who has been a, a D-line coach and one of the better ones in the country for a long time, he's been at Michigan now for a couple of seasons, played at Michigan, you know, he's probably wondering if he's going to get some sort of promotion like that. Or Steve Klingscale, who's the co-defensive coordinator right now and defensive backs coach, who's done a great job with Michigan's DBs, is, you know, has been pretty well documented. So I think... You know, that's something that's always going to come up, you know, you know, any season you lose a coordinator or whatever it is. But then when you lose your head coach, too, and they promote from within and these guys all have relationships with Sharon Moore and feel like that, you know, he trusts them. Uh, you know, then I think that a lot of them might be looking at w what could be next for them in terms of a promotion, that sort of thing. So I still think that's possible. Um, you know, obviously, they did. They did fill the offensive coordinator position with Kirk Campbell, who's the quarterback coach and has, you know, you know generated pretty rave reviews since he was promoted last year to that spot. I, I was actually in studio with you when that happened. And um, right after the reaction was extremely positive, including from JJ McCarthy and all those guys in the quarterback room, they love him. Uh, but now he's going to run the show on offense. So 
that, I guess, eliminates Mike Hart from that. He is the run game coordinator, as I mentioned earlier, so he still has a pretty big role. Um, but, you know, guys are, are trying to move up, and Mike Hart has, you know, made no, uh, you, know, you know, he's he's made it pretty clear that he wants to be a head coach one day. Uh, so, you know, the next step would be maybe coordinator, um, you know, would he make a jump to the NFL, that sort of thing. Um, so, you know, I think it's it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, you wish it would go a little bit quicker, but I think Sharon Moore has got to get this right more than anything, get the staff together, get the right guys on the, on the bus, and then you can kind of go from there. But certainly keeping guys like Mike Hart and Steve Klingskill and Mike Elston will be really important because that also affects the players who are, you know, have a decision that they could make, whether it's now or after the spring, on what they want to do in the future. His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guests. I appreciate the update, Clayton. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Have a great week. All right, Clayton Safey joining us on this Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Always use that code HUGE when you sign up. You can bet on the big game Sunday for your new customer. Sign up, use code HUGE, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, bet five bucks on the big game and you'll get 200 instantly in free bets. Also, if you're a new customer, text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. And when you sign up and use code HUGE, you'll get into the drawing for $1,000 in cash to bet on the big game we're giving away on Wednesday. Courtesy of Marty Board, the Michigan Sports Network, just text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the hole-out challenge, closest to pin contest, and $10,000 long putt. Junior golfers get in free and play the family fun zone. The Golf Show, coming February 9 through 11 to Voss Place, Grand Rapids. Special price Friday tickets at westmichigangolfshow.com. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday, and I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world-famous Tullymore Golf Resort. If you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. If you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. 